Hey, what's up, listeners? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Now let's jump to the show. Mother, mother, mother. There's too many of you crying. Brother, brother, brother. There's too many of you dying. You know you got to find a way to bring some love in here today. Father, father, father. We don't need no escalate. Like that run. I like that. Okay. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I just, I just wish y'all could see his little hand, what he was doing when he was singing the what's going on part, y'all. You thought he's Mariah Carey in the studio. I am. Holding that one ear with the other hand. Just I waving. mean, all you need is the whistle note at that point. Mm. Oh! Is that I didn't say it. I said whistle, not dying cat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that song was actually uh, by Marvin Gaye. It's actually what's going on. I really, my mom used to always play this song, like, uh, Saturday or Sunday morning, we could come clean it up. Shout out to mama. And she used to love that song, and it's so crazy how relevant that song, that song was came out in the 60s, so it's still relevant in today's song. Right, especially with everything that is going on. Right, like... Mother, 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 is many, is many of you crying. Father, 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 is many of you dying. Mm. Is that's that's crazy. I know. And it's so crazy that we have to fight right. to to just live our lives. But anyway, mm. you digress. We gonna we we gonna unravel that in in a, just a few moments. But uh, thank you for coming up to another podcast of the Unapologetic Me, the podcast. Um, I'm your host Danny. You can follow me on uh Twitter and Instagram. You should already know about now. If not, <laughs> let me just go ahead and tell you once again for our newcomers, Danny H Bobs. That is my Twitter and Instagram name because you know I am the Bob. And you know I'm your favorite lady, Lady Likely on Instagram. Period. That's just that on that. Why you don't have Why you don't have a Twitter? I don't. I, I'm good on a Twitter. I'm considering it now with like how boisterous I am about my opinions and certain things. But I, I stopped Twitter a few years ago. So we'll see if I if I pop up with a Twitter and I'll slide it on the <coughs> podcast. 
But until then, I'm just posting pics. <laughs> okay, I'm just capturing angles. Right about now, but that's about it for now. But there's more to come. More to come. Mm. Especially. Okay. Mm, well, you didn't like that? <laughs> he want me to have a Twitter so bad. He be on me every day about a Twitter. Anyway, this week, this month has been a very, very busy Stressful. Very stressful. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Sadness. Tears. I just would like to say these four people name. Sean Reed, Breonna Taylor. Happy birthday, Breonna Taylor. Happy she birthday, w- She would have been 27 year- years old today. Um, Ahmad. Aubrey. Aubrey. And I'm missing one more. Oh. George Floyd. George Floyd. Mm. I just would like to take a moment, and then also for the ones that that the media haven't really posted, and we still don't know about, because as you know, that the media want to post what the media want to post. Mm. But um, I would say let's take a moment of silence for them for a second. This has been a uh. This has been one, I'm still really kind of speechless about this month. And this is something that has been going on this month, last month, last year, last decade, last, it has been, it has, it's just never stopped. Right. Um, and then it's got, police brutality is so crazy. I went to, just a couple of days ago, I went to. Um, Charlotte downtown mm-hmm. for the protest and it was just so powerful of everybody coming together everybody of all ages all races and coming in and marching so peacefully right. you know it was so powerful and it was kind of uh overwhelming experience because Part of me was saying, this is what we should have been doing. I'm glad we finally get injustice and everything. But it's, it was, in a, it was other hand, I, was, I cannot believe I'm marching so I can live. In 2020. I can't believe I'm marching so I can be treated equally. Right. I can't believe I'm marching so, so I can just be free so can, as the black, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's why I just can't believe. Right that you were born with. Right. That's why I'm saying. I just can't believe that we over here gathering around so people so we can stop killing so police can stop killing our black kings and queens right. i can't the believe the people that are supposed to protect and serve right i just i, I really can't believe that this is what have came down to right. really and not well, even came down this is what it's been but i can't believe i'm still marching just like they did in a civil rights movie. I can't believe, like, this is so crazy. And and the crazy thing is, this movement is bigger than the civil rights movement. We are literally living in history. This will be in our children's and our grandchildren's and great-grandchildren's history books. George Floyd, like, these deaths will be in our history, in our children's history books. And we might even be, it might be pictures of, our, us right now, people our age, younger, babies, holding up signs, protesting, even for for something that's way bigger than them, something that they don't even understand yet, something that you can't even grasp. Shoot, we are grown adults and can't even grasp the fact that we're even communicating 
in fighting and arguing and debating about the rights that we have as human, as black people. Right, right. Uh, it's just, it's my, it's ultimately like, I want to say this as like a side note that it's so important for us to pay attention to our mental health at this state because oh, yes. Yes, most definitely. We, we go through a pandemic mm-hmm. and then within the pandemic, because nothing has changed. The coronavirus is still out there. People are still wearing masks. Right. People are still taking precautions. People right. are still dying. People are still on ventilators. People are still losing their family members. You know, and me personally dealing with a family death at the time, it's just like to even not be able to process that alone to still have to continue to move forward and still fight. Oh yes. So it's a daily fight. It's a battle mentally, you it battle emotionally, and now we're physically having to <laughs> fight. It's just like like and I'll keep it 100%, you know, blunt. Danny told me that he was going to protest and I literally had to just take a moment to pray and say, "God, use me." for your purpose and, and guide me in the direction that I need to go because I just lost two family members two weeks ago, back to back. One died two weeks later, another died. So it's just like, I'm going to funerals right. and I'm watching, I'm, I'm watching people get killed right. on right. my cell phone. Like, right. As I have to continue to work in corporate America, as I still have to <laughs> walk around and, and serve mm-hmm. as my job, serve and protect all colors, but white people, people who wouldn't even do the same for me. I have to humble myself. I have to still do God's work. And it's just like, it's tough. It's tough. So, you know, I know, I know my situation is minute compared to other people's situation. I couldn't even compare and I'm blessed to be able to, you know, be where I'm at, but it's like nobody's, you know, all our mental state matters regardless of what you're going through. Right. So it's just like, if, if you just need to take a moment to breathe and process, please do like pay attention to, you know, where you're at and, and your mental, mental state, because a lot of this can cause so much anger and anger is not healthy for you. It, 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 it staying in a position or a mindset of bitterness is not healthy for you. It's just, and, and it's, and it's natural, like genuinely feel everything that, that you feel intensely. Feel right. that you have that right. It's just, you know, take a moment at times to address it, acknowledge it, and step back and just breathe because that's that's really all we have right now. And pray, you know, to whatever to whatever God you believe in. Yeah. Like literally, just take a moment, meditate, exercise, get your mental state, read, research, like do whatever you need to do to 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 stay focused, to stay healthy, and to still do the work because there's a lot of work that needs to be done within our community. My thing is, and first of all, I'm just, I'm just like George Floyd, Sean Reed, Breonna, Breonna Taylor, and uh, I'm always missing, Ahmaud Aubrey. Aubrey definitely have made a change and have definitely have made an impact. I think that I just saw, um, I think a couple of days ago, a day or two ago, that this is the largest protest where all 50 states are protesting and outside the U.S. So I just want to applaud everybody for even doing their part for protesting, um, you know, um, Blackout Tuesday. Everybody's doing their part. But this is a reminder that this is something that is just not, this is not, 
for just to do for this month. This is a continuous fight. I remember I might I need to get my I need I should have looked this up. I remember reading I remember reading this when I was a child. But I remember the civil rights movement. They marched for almost 300 some days straight. So remind you that this is just not this is just because we march for for a week or you know a month it doesn't it doesn't stop we this is a fight that we we have we must have the same energy for the rest of our lives we must hit we need to have that same energy next month next year the next two years right and allow it to empower you to, to keep moving do that research shit allow it to piss you off a little bit more so that you keep pushing right and be you must sometimes we have to watch these uncomfortable movies that make us uncomfortable matter of fact i have to watch two movies i forgot what i, I got this got to get the title of those movies but it's two it's, it's two movies as on netflix now it's about uh this man that's been incarcerated and that died but police treated him bad i forgot the movie what the man that are you talking about um uh I, oh my god it just that. i think oh, it's just, new because if it's new then I'm i think it's new mind. i will i will i would get that but anyway what what i'm trying to say we, we sometimes we need to watch these uncomfortable movies so we can better understand what's going on you have to you, have to. you get what i'm saying change comes from being uncomfortable change, change Period. Right, and then we have to be very knowledgeable of what's going on, right. and sometimes being knowledgeable it can be very uncomfortable with some situations. Like you know, to me, it's so important. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. it's so important to be knowledgeable because it holds you accountable. It does hold you accountable, and but it's like some stuff. It's like I just can't believe I just heard this. Right, I can't believe I just sat there and saw this, but it's like I get mad because mm -hmm. like. And it sparks a change. Even a George, even watching uh, George George Floyd murder, I was so uncomfortable. I know I had to watch it. Also, another thing in a way, it's it's also that balance. You know, I feel so many things for for so many people because nowadays going to a funeral, it's hard to look at an open casket. Mm. So imagine. The, the, it's like it's so many ways to spread what's going on but but I saw something that was that was so important to me sh saying that show George Floyd on his on his feet because imagine being his brother his mom his sister his daughter and seeing sharing him on his back I mean on his stomach and a man on his neck. Right. And, and, and you see what I mean? It's right. like still that balance. We have to have some sort of boundaries because it's, 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 we wake up and, and I know like the, if I'm waking up and I'm not his, his, his family by blood mm -hmm. that I, it, it comes to the realization. Once you wake up, you yeah, you know, you open your eyes and it's like, wow. It kind of reminds me of Emmett Till. I remember the story of Emmett Till where, um, his mother decided to leave the, leave the casket open and don't 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 do any work to him. Uh huh. Keep him like that. Don't do any work to him. So, so she so people could see what the what that what these white men did to Emmett Till. Right. You know what I'm saying. So it kind of reminds me of a situation like that um, a little bit because it's somewhat we need to see what's going on. I agree that somewhat. we need to see it. It's, it I just say it's a, it's still that balance, right? Because if it's your brother, if it's your if it's your mom, if it's your father, to 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 see it every day. You, first off, you wake up and that's your reality. So to see the video every day, 
is 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 it has to be somewhat traumatizing. It, to, I to know his it level. probably would be traumatized at that. And I know it can, it keeps playing, replaying inside your head as much as you wanted just to forget about it. I know with a situation like that, if that would have happened to a close one. It probably I probably keep playing inside my right. head just because of whatever. And nowadays with. With the media, you don't have to play inside your head. You can see it. You open your phone and you see it. You see right. it the news. Right. But even, and it's like, you can't even, even if you try to stay away from you it, it's going to be right it. there. You can't escape it. But my, and that's hard. My And my thing is, and another point I want to get to is that I saw a video on Twitter. Um, I think I just showed you yesterday about a trans woman getting jumped by, I think, it looked like it was over 30, 30 mm. people. That was so You know sad. what I'm saying? It was that very was so, so sad. It was so sad. And my thing about it, she was a black trans woman getting jumped. I don't know the backstory to it. Um, They said, from what I think it said, was it was a car accident, whatever happened, what? or whatever. But my thing, regardless of what it was, that is just ridiculous for 30 people to jump one person. Exactly. And then my thing about it is that Y'all doing something like this in a in a time where we fighting for right. our lives, that we're fighting to to be free, where we fighting. To me, I personally, we're not free right now. No, not we're definitely not no, free. We, we've never been free. You know what I'm saying? We're free. We are fighting for our freedom. We are fighting to live. We are fighting so we can have a better life. And then you see this on fucking. I see this on fucking Twitter. Right. My thing is black lives matter means just what it is. Black lives matter. All black lives matter. That doesn't matter if you're straight. That doesn't matter if you're gay. That doesn't matter if you're bisexual. That doesn't matter if you're a man. It doesn't matter if you're a woman, a trans man, or a trans woman. Black lives and it's black black lives. How do you how do you expect another culture to treat us with respect? If to treat us if we don't ourselves. respect ourselves. And that show, I'm actually happy that you rolled into that because. I want to say that, you know, with 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 working in the field that we work on or any corporate America job or any when you walk past people, this is a time where we need we need to acknowledge black people as a whole, whether it be the stranger that you walk past or whether it be, you know, your co-worker. Black people need to stand together because this ain't no oh, black-on-black black crime type of comment at all, because that's bullshit. I'm talking about acknowledging another black person's uh, presence, respecting each other as a whole, because I've seen a lot of things. I've definitely had more people that's like, how you doing, sister? I'm going to keep it a buck, because that's one thing. I had a, I'm just going to go. Point blank period, I was on the plane the other day, and I'm speaking First off, it's challenging. Let's just speak on that. Because you're walking past white people. They're getting on your plane that you have to protect right, with, right. oh, Trump 2020 mask on their face. and no or, or shirts. And then next thing you know, you see a black person with a Malcolm X shirt. So these things speak volumes. And that can escalate certain things when you're 30,000 fucking feet in the air. Right. So that's a responsibility that, yeah, we signed up for, but that's still trying. Okay? Right. And so, mind you, I have to remain a level of professionalism. But one thing that really upsets me besides the ignorance of the white people who do that bullshit expecting a reaction is that you can't even have the decency at a time like this of all to not even acknowledge another black person hey how are you silence just like that it costs you fucking nothing to speak but if i'm on the news then you can march 
<laughs> when another white person is on my neck, then you can fucking acknowledge me as a fucking human being. So we need to respect each other and stop being enemies to each other. And I'm not talking about black on black crime. I'm talking about just acknowledging another fucking person fucking breathing. Exactly. As being a fucking human. Okay? Period. Because it's fucking rude. It's fucking rude. And that might be so uh, very minute to some people. That might seem very, like, immature comment. No, that's just real. That's just real. Have some manners. It takes a village. It takes a village. And within a time like this, the last thing we need to do is is (coughs) standing apart from each other. Right. At any cost. At any level. At any level. That I had to say, I mean, I was literally on the plane the other day and I'm speaking to black people. Now you have that. It's no in between. You have that. How you doing, sister? How you doing today? And then you have that. Hey, how are you? Nothing. So you don't even have the human decency. So that's the category of that. Just human decency to even acknowledge me as a human being. But you want to go act like, oh, this, oh, but I thought black lives fucking matter. (laughs) Huh? Right. Don't come, don't come with that ignorant shit. And then it's like, oh, well, black lives matter. But we're not talking about guys messing with other guys. We're not talking about transgender. We ain't talking about that. We just talking about black life. Well, then all fucking categories apply as long as you have melanin in your fucking skin. That's that. That is the thing that I just want to get to. I just can't believe when people say that it's no, it's no expectations of no, excuse me, not expectations. There's no, uh, there's there's no there's no category of left out of black of black lives matter. All black lives matter, no matter what it is. Exactly. Period. So stop it. It starts with us, and until we recognize that, we're not going to change. It's not going to change because we we it starts with us. It starts with us. Shoot, it starts done, with it's, us. It's white people who don't even fuck with Trump. And still standing Have beside that his ass. To speak. It's not, it says they nothing. still standing behind him. I'm, because that's what other races do. For their common good, they'll stand absolutely, together absolutely. against an ally, against absolutely. someone that they're their enemy, somebody that they feel is their enemy. They could stand together, and then when all shit you know, settles and they win that war, then they separate. But we don't even have the human decency to stand together at all times for a for a time. Speak period. on it. Speak on it. That's so disgusting it. to me. It's so basic. It's so. It, it, I have so many words, but it is just not fucking nice. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not. I'm sick it's, of it. It's the shame, and that really what disgusts me sometimes I'm sick of because that. we just we just because somebody their sexuality has nothing to do with you. And then, their sexuality song. has nothing and then let to me do with jump you. Real quick. I'm sorry, because I'm on a rant. And then let me jump real quick. Stop fucking up black businesses. It's very obvious. Woo. People have built their own organizations and businesses from the ground up from fucking nothing. For you to come and bust their windows to loot, loot these motherfucking designers that don't give a fuck about you. Loot these restaurants. Stop bu- buying and supporting organizations that put your money back into a community that'll kill your fucking people. I got a question. Have you have you watched the uh well not watched, but have you heard the Trina and Trip Daddy interview? No, I haven't. But I heard Trina say some crazy ass shit. So I had listened to it. Mm-hmm. I understood where what Trina was trying to get at, she but she was 
her delivery was way off, and I knew that she was gonna get backlash. And Trick Daddy tried to <laughs> tried to like save her, but she was just wouldn't. Pretty much, she was saying I don't remember word by word because she was she was also yelling, so I had to try to make the best of it as I could. She pretty much saying that you know we need. It's pretty much what we're saying. We need to stop. We need to stop um looting um businesses and you know and stores and stuff like that because it's not going to do nothing you know what i'm saying especially especially um the black the black businesses right, right. however she called these people animals the people that's looting? yeah and it was pretty much that was the basis of how she was saying that was a nice way but how she was saying you have to listen to the interview how she was saying it was Oh, I knew she was gonna get some backlash. I knew she was gonna get some backlash. I knew people were gonna try to say, "Oh, treat the council, treat the council, treat the council." But yeah, they really did. But reason why I bought that up because the, what you were just saying is, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, with the interview. I don't think they're fucking animals. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I did. I don't. I don't. We can't call our people animals. We just can't call our people animals. And Trina was. I get where you were coming from with that, but your delivery was way off. And then she tried to apologize about it, but people wasn't fucking with it at all. People wasn't fucking with it at all. So my next question is to you, speaking of black businesses. All right, now you said that. Uh, you said that protesting re- really wasn't your thing at the, with, time. at the time, right? And that's a whole lot of people that. That's I, didn't have the, 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 I wasn't in a emotional. A head space. Um, yeah, I wasn't in the right head space to, to, to do that. Right. And there's a whole lot of people that's not in the head space, you know? At all. But at, I, I definitely am now. Because it's like, I ultimately, I'm going to go wherever God directs me to go. Right. And at that time, it was. To sit my fucking ass now and spread awareness still and do research. But now I'm like, it's time to stand in in front. I would hate for things to get. I have four brothers. Right. So I'm going to stand out there and protest with a sign before I have to put them on a T-shirt. Not after. Most definitely. So and that's where um that's where I stand now. My thing is, and here's the next question I could probably I, I ask. So people that that don't feel comfortable protesting, yeah. you um. What do you think they can do to also get their voice heard or make a difference? Because protest is not for everybody. Use your platform. Whatever people sit on social media all day, you know, Siri, quick to let us know our screen time. Apple, quick to pop up their screen time. We be on social media longer than we be on damn, um, we be at work. Right. So if you could pull an eight-hour shift on your phone, (laughs) then the least you could do is do some research and spread awareness. And, and and look up organizations to donate to. If you're, you know, if you if you feel like it's detrimental to your safety or you don't really want any parts of the negativity, you know, donate. Look up places. Stop spending money in places that are against you. It's it's as simple as it's Wendy's, Taco Bell. I mean, it was like crazy companies. Like every day, right. it's a long list of companies that support. Trump going back into um office. One of those I got find I got find a restaurant, but one of the uh one of the companies they denied that they even supported Trump. Oh really? Um, well they no excuse me they, let me oh let me go on it hold up. They were saying that they don't support the presidential campaign pe- campaign period. Oh, um, wow. but yeah, pretty much once I find it, but pretty much uh, uh excuse me. 
I'm sorry. Oh yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. And another thing that we need to do is support our black businesses. Right. Support our it's black businesses. To, it's only, and that's so funny because earlier this year I was saying that that was one of my biggest goals in 2020. I want to stop wearing anything that isn't a black business. So anytime that I go somewhere and they say, "Oh, where'd you get this from?" Boom, my good sis company that's this that and the third you know what i mean like so that way you're representing that all day every day that's it what people need to realize is that especially with these white racist companies is that money is power so we stop giving them money especially in america money is power so if we stop giving them money they're not going to have no power right. they're really not going to have no power so Traveling there are right. ways you don't have to go out and protest I, if you if, if, if you're not comfortable, don't if you're not comfortable, you're not comfortable yeah. with, right. If you do, I'll probably, because like I said, I'm out there too. However, it, we have to do more. Right. We it's, have to do it's, more. It's bigger than it's holding all, up a sign. It's bigger than holding up a sign. It's bigger than marching. We have to do more. And we have, for order to, to uh, for order a change, we have to make the necessary change. Right. And it's uncomfortable changes. Right. It's convenient for you to go to to, to Taco Bell and Wendy's and uh, to to buy from the places that you've always done so. But once you learn different, you know, once you know better, do better. It's just that. So it's Woo. gonna it's gonna change everything about you. Your everyday routine. You're you're gonna have to be more cautious. It's a it's a job. It's a job within a job. But it's fucking tiring to continue to see the same thing happen over and over again. So. You weigh out your you you weigh that out and see what you decide. But I decide to stop supporting and spending my money in businesses that are set against me who don't give a fuck about me. Or or to not even or companies that don't even have the human decency to say, like Rihanna, Fenty, mm-hmm. um, Savage. I'm not going to we're we're gonna stop businesses today. We're we're stopping operations today to acknowledge the black lives that you know the, this movement. We're gonna donate our money to this movement. Supreme. It's a lot of companies that have come out, been fucking Ben and Jerry's, you know, to even acknowledge it. And it's a lot of companies that have stayed silent. So it's like, you know, pay attention to that. Also pay attention to your white friends that ain't saying shit. Uh, hello? No, for real. No, for if real. you're not, if you have a white friend, they not saying nothing. They're part of the problem as well. Right. I'm sorry. You're not using your privilege for anything good, but to benefit yourself, then that speaks volumes. And to each is fucking own. But I'm just gonna call a fucking spade a spade. Period. I'm calling now on your bullshit. <laughs> this is the time in them that we need to call people on their bullshit. This is a time where we have to call people out on their bullshit. If they're not saying nothing, mm. they call them out. And my black people, if you if you if you're not if you're not putting money in in your in another black business, if you go if you can if you continue to uh, go to these racist places to eat to buy clothes, you're not you're not you're, not, you're part of the problem. The Joneses, yeah, you're to keep, you, a, to, to keep some persona. You heard what Shekana said on her live. Uh-uh. She was crying and to, or in Tory Lane's uh, Tory Lane's cheddar ass, <laughs> and I didn't hear the whole live of Shekana because I actually got very annoyed. So I, I mean, that's just that. But she was on um, crying talking about we need to stop tearing up Gucci. Tory Lane shut her ass real good. This is like happened. Like, yeah, she said we need to stop. We need to. <laughs> we need to stop um tearing up Gucci. Gucci didn't do nothing to you. I said out of all this thing you're crying about Gucci, people tearing up Gucci. Are are you serious? 
We are so. Are you really serious? And even if I get what she was saying, she pretty much said stop alluding. But Gucci, out of that's that was a bad people, 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 people. <laughs> this is a census of time. Please be careful what you say and how you say it. It's the really a census of time, regardless of how you feel. Even, even my brothers and sisters, watch out what you say. You got to really watch out. I get, I get we are angry and stuff like that, but we have to be careful on our word choices. Right. I get that. Being insensitive as a whole. Yes, and I get that, you know, people don't like looting. A lot of people don't, don't, you know, don't like riding. I get it, but we still have to be cautious. We can't call them thugs. We can't call them animals. At the end of the day, if you're doing all that, you're still downing our culture. You should be standing beside your culture. Now, right is right and wrong is wrong. Right, right is right is wrong, but don't, but don't give them you, a name. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We just can't. We can't. We so busy. As soon as somebody do something that we don't like, oh, they're animals. They're thugs and stuff like that. Just Chill out. Looking for a look 20 minutes later. We are so conditioned and so programmed. Woo. The white man got his program. I mean, fucked. They got us. I mean, excuse my language. And if I'm coming off real hostile, please excuse me. It's just I'm so tired. I'm so fed up. I, I mean, and, and and I saw a post the other day that that said, "How many women um, have been silent for majority of their lives because they don't want to be labeled an angry black woman?" And when I tell you, I I really felt that. I really really felt that. And it's just like I'm to the point where it's like I really don't even give a fuck anymore. Cause if I stay silent, then you're gonna think I'm just some black over. Some black pushover. And then if I run my mouth, then you're going to think I'm just some angry black woman. So now I really don't even give a fuck what you think. It is what it is. Let me tell you a quote by Janelle Monet. She said, silence is the weapon. No, silence is the, em- silence is the em- enemy and voice is the weapon. Mm. Silence, no, yeah. I think I got that right. Yes, yeah, silence is the enemy and voice is the weapon. We have to we have to be vocal. Right. I agree. I agree. I'm we tired pretty of being much Janelle Monet said that she, she couldn't say that. She couldn't say that better. You have you have to be vocal. I agree. I agree. And that's exactly where I'm at at this point in time. It's, I, I'm I'm not I'm not about to hold my tongue anymore to make people. And that's what really makes me proud to see white people uncomfortable by the truth that you speak yes. at this point in time i'm happy with with turning your face red off of some truth because you think people are dumb and you think people are going to settle and be <laughs> so not for your comfortability sorry because i'm uncomfortable so so why should i be quiet and why should i be uncomfortable just to make you feel comfortable no right. it ain't happening not when we got to bury our people our brothers our fathers and then while I was and I was telling to one of my friends, I would say it's it's so sad. How in the world do you tell a child? Because uh, 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 your child, your niece, your nephew, your little cousin, you know, that just because the color of your skin, they somebody might want to harm you. Somebody might want to see you in jail or. Somebody might want you dead just because of the color of your skin. How can you sh- sh- tell a little child that? Just because they're I, intimidated. I also saw a video of this girl. She was crying. She couldn't be no more but seven years old. 
crying because she had she saw what was going on and she just learned her she just learned reality so you we taking the innocence of these little kids because of what reality is what reality that they're going to face right. kids can't even have that sense of innocence anymore because now I mean, they you have can. to break that they can at a young age and let them know sweetheart you have to be very cautious of your surroundings, you have to be very aware of what's going on in the world. They're killing because, kids, yeah. too, and it's, it is so good. Oh, my pointing God. Pointing guns at kids. You saw that girl that was on top of her dad? Yes. Police pointing guns at them. I just, like, like really? And if it was little Susan, <laughs> it'd be fucking World War Three about this bitch. And we feel so, so sad, but when this... I saw Trayvon, videos... You don't give a fuck. I saw videos of a white dude holding up a weapon and the police said sir put the weapon down put the weapon down put the weapon down i said oh though that's quite dandy because if that was on um, little john from the street up up the street quite dandy I'm with you would have they would have they would have they would have clocked his that ass that would have said shit he could have had a hairbrush in his pocket shot him he could have a, be reaching for a cell phone shot him he i be, mean it's just ridiculous i say yo ain't this ain't this about a bitch he could tell the tell the police officer that he has that he has a gun and he has a permit for it and, 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 and let you know that he's pulling it out just to put it on the dashboard. Right. And he get killed. And the fact it's that just, these kids, sad. these kids, we have, these kids got to face the reality because we can't keep it from them. No, no. We cannot keep it from no, them. We I, cannot keep it from the them. The world will show you. And prepare you. And I, that's, that's a very uncomfortable Talk that um that whenever I have my kid, whenever I have my niece or nephew, whatever that you know, I I will not be ready for that talk. And I know that maybe that I'm gonna have to have that talk maybe five years after their five, six, seven years after they're born into this world. First, I want to pay my respects to parents at this time because yes, most definitely. I I'm the oldest out of my siblings, and I feel that that fear every day. It's like you, you nowadays you hug your family members a little bit tighter, you know what I mean. When it should have always been like that, but now you you, you just do, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Or or you say I love you more. Or if they pop into your head, you pray. Or you text them and say, Hey, I love you. I'm just checking on you. How you doing? You know, it was a lot of things going on. And I'm texting my brothers like, Where you at? I just want to make sure that I just want you to text back. I don't even care if you you text me. I don't text you back. I just want to know. Boom. Okay, you text me back. I'm happy. Like so to imagine the fear of a mother and a father on a daily basis. Because even if the world wasn't like this, you're still gonna fear for them because they're your kid. That's that's part of you. But to even know that anything can happen, and the people that are supposedly supposed to protect and serve are set against you. And that's a different story because that was originally the KKK back in the day. So that was never really for us. But it, the, the facade that they the put on is to protect is and serve. The system was never for us. But we believed so. And we thought that things changed. And we hoped and we prayed that things got better. And all it did was it, it's just camouflaged. That's the best way that I could put it. It's been disguised. We've been oblivious to a lot of things that are going on. So I'm happy that everybody's having, you know, raising their level of consciousness right. and awareness so that we can impact, uh, you know, change. And that's what's important now. Learning more, being, you know, growing more, being more vocal. And please go out there and vote. Vote, vote, vote. I cannot say this enough. 
I cannot say if you don't vote again, you are part of the problem. Go out there and vote. Not just vote for your president spot. We there's several right. elections that's going right. on. Go out there and vote. The House, House of Republicans, the Senate, like go out there, get knowledgeable of who of who, of who uh running and vote. Right. In all categories, I agree. Because it's, it, it takes more than a president to make change. And you know, the biggest thing is, you know, I, one of the things that we're saying that you can impact change is going to town hall meetings. I'm going to be like, <laughs> old people, like, no, old no. people really go to meetings and they want to know what's going on. Who are you? What are you planning to do in our community? What do you, you know? So it's like going to them and really speaking on the things that you want to change and seeing what they feel, you know, what they have to provide right. as a whole. And you want to do that? You're doing it. We're doing this shit at 25, 26 years old. But, I mean, but it definitely helps you boss up. It definitely helps you boss up and, and really, truly care about your community and the people around you. Most definitely. And that's what's important. And that's the new age of it be it taking the village. Not just, oh, Hey, you know, you're my neighbor. I just want to introduce you because we definitely got to get back to that. Oh, I'm your neighbor. Hey, I just want to introduce myself. You know what? They don't People don't do, do that. that no oh, I do more. it. I remember when I first moved into my first apartment, I went over to the lady that was across from me. I said, hi, I'm Julie. I'm moving in. I just wanted to introduce myself. My mama said, you know, that was so mature of you because people do not do that. When I was younger and we was in the house and my mama, you, your, you know, your mama hit you with the don't open the door for nobody. I didn't tell nobody to come. Don't open nobody. If it ain't me, don't open the door for nobody. Don't, you know. Right. So back then it was, I guarantee you, your neighbor was looking to make sure oh, they don't let nobody up in their house because it takes a village. So now the village is you as a grown adult going to these meetings and seeing what is going on in your community. And it's an everyday, every month, every year process. It's never going to stop. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. You don't took me, you don't took me back to when, I mean, used to go, yeah, when you move in, and then um, they used to carry this carry uh, a little, cake. Little, little cake or a little pie. Yep. Ooh, you don't took me back. To me, that's what I grew up on. And that's what I'm going to raise my kids to do. You need to know the people around you. Yes, most you definitely. Quit, you quit to look at them blinds and say, oh, what's going on? Who's that? But it's different when it's like, oh, that's Billy Bob. I know he go to work between the hours of such and such and such. It's not a matter of being nosy. It's a matter of knowing what's going around going you. Around. And you remember the ne- a neighborhood watch. Come on. A neighborhood watch. I need to know what's going on. Yeah, most community. definitely. Like, because I have real. children here. I, I, I am the only, I could be a single mom in the house by myself. I could be a single dad in the house by myself. I could just be an individual single woman in the, in the house by myself. I need to know what's going on around me. I need to know the people around me. Most definitely. And that's how it comes about when you're like, oh, well, George Floyd was, he was, he did, he used to work here. Oh, I know him from this. Interact with the people that you work with. Mm-hmm. So when they try to discredit you or try to to slander your character, you can say, no, 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 no. That wasn't Billy Bob. Billy Bob wasn't that type of person. Billy Bob used to go to work between the hours of such and such and such. There you go. There you go. He used to come over and bring me a fruitcake. He knew that my husband passed away and he came over and, 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 and checked on me and mowed my lawn. That's what we need to do as a community is take care of each other. Not, oh, I don't know you, so I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to acknowledge you as a human being. No, that's not how it's supposed to be. And I just hope and pray. And I am hopeful. I'm just going to be, you know, optimistic and say that this will change us, you know, forever. And this will make us boss up 
and hold ourselves accountable for the change that we want to see in our community, in this world. You know, what did Biggie say? We can't change the world unless we change ourselves. So everybody as an individual needs yeah. to take responsibility for their part. Not looking at the next person and saying, well, you don't need to be doing this. You That's how they feel that they get justice. That's how they feel that they can make a difference. So what are you going to do? And then when people see what you're doing and they feel like, oh, I'm getting a better result. Oh, they're getting results. Things are changing because of this, then they'll follow. But don't sit and point fingers on social media or this, that, and third, or make your little interviews and try to say, oh, well, this is what that people need to do. No, you do what you feel is best for you. And when we see results, people will follow accordingly. Period. Action speaks. Fuck words. Action speak. Well, before we run out of time here, um, I really want to once again um, just congratulate everybody for going out there making a change. People who protest, people who's calling in, and there's art. Matter of fact, there's a number. I, oh, I forgot to. Matter of fact, once I post this uh, podcast on my Instagram, I'll actually send a number to call in to um, have justice, especially for Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Breonna Taylor. You don't know what the story about happened about Rihanna Taylor. This is a this is an incident that took place in March that's just now getting broadcast in the media this month June. in June. Like I said, the media posts what the media want to post, but anyway, um, uh, she was in she was in her uh, house, mind her own business. Police came in, shot her eight times, dead. Come to find out, they had the wrong house. And the officers that did that did the shooting and murder her has has yet been arrested and and have yet been committed to any crime. So we still need to fight. Our voices still needs to be heard. Continue to call in because we still have so much more work to be done. But as it, as again, it, it, it's up to us to do it. All right. Um, we'll be back with our unapologetic thoughts. What's up, listeners? This is this week' little-known Black History fact. Did you know that civil's right leader and Martin Luther King's right-hand man, Bayard Rustin, was almost considered too gay to be a part of Martin Luther King's team? If you look, Rustin is in majority of King's photos. Remember that Black History is 365 days a year. Peace and love. And we're back with the unapologetic thoughts. Um, my unapologetic thought is pretty much why I said doing the podcast. Remind you that there's still more work to be done. Still more work to be done. I cannot really say that enough, and it's going to be my unapologetic thought. Listen, go out there, vote. Go out there and march. Go out there and support our black, support our black businesses. Uh, call. There's still more work to be done. This is not... A today process is not gonna be over tomorrow. It's not gonna be over next month. It's not gonna be over next year. This is a fight that we we was fighting in the past. This is gonna be fighting today and we'll be fighting in the present. A change is going to come. I feel like it is, but at the end of the day, for that change to become, we have to step up and change ourselves. So so therefore that the next generation can already be changed. So that's my unapologetic thought. My unapologetic thought, you kind of stole a little bit, was really just to support black businesses, buy black, 
stop celebrating these um, European holidays of <laughs> July 4th because we didn't get no independence. We didn't get no freedom. We celebrate in Juneteenth. Right. Um, so really just buy black. Buy black. Support your black people. We need each other at this time. And we all we got. Just like George Floyd brother said, we are all we got. So we need to continue to support each other, uplift each other, um, educate each other respectfully, and and just be there for each other. Because we are all going through the same, for the most part, it's different levels, but the same mental, physical, um, emotional fight, battle. You know, so it's not easy. So that's uh, my unapologetic. I got one more unapologetic thought. Oh. For the people, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, because this just came up to me. For the people that say they're pro-black or they woke and all that good old stuff, be that. Stop just saying it and be woke. Be pro-black. Right. Don't say that because it sounds good. Don't say that because cause all this stuff that's going on now. Be woke. Be educated. Know your history. For all you to know your history, you understand. You uh, you will understand today. Exactly. For you, you got to know your past. You have to know your industry to understand what we're facing and what we're dealing with today. So know that. Know that. All right, y'all. Until next time. Till next time. That's another episode, and hopefully this can be. Um, I hope this episode was really a eye opener to y'all, um, to my, any of the listeners. But anywho, till next time, peace and love. Peace and love. My name is Danny, and I'm Leah. Until next week, peace.